The Tao of Self-Confidence, Episode 869. Welcome to the Tao of Self-Confidence, where I share stories of amazing women who have discovered their inner journey to self-confidence. Visit our website at thetaoofselfconfidence.com. Your inner journey to self-confidence awaits. Well, hello, friend. Welcome to the Tao of Self-Confidence, where I share stories of amazing women who have discovered their inner journey to self-confidence. I'm your host today, Sheena Yap Chan, and today it's a brand new season, and I have an amazing woman on the show today. She is amazing. Uh, I, you know, we met earlier, two years ago in DC, and I'm just so excited to have her today. She's an award-winning franchise coach, nationally renowned public speaker, and best-selling author, and she is also the CEO of the Franchise Pros. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce you to Faizun Kamal. Faizun, how are you today? Welcome to the show. Maybe you can share a little bit about you and what you do. So I run a company called the Franchise Pros, Sheena, and we are a franchise incubator. What that means essentially is we work with a business. We turn them into a franchise. We help them grow by recruiting franchisees. And we take them through that growth trajectory, ending with a future successful exit by being acquired. So what we work with businesses to essentially scale them through franchising and work with them through every stage of the life cycle of that company. That's amazing. And, you know, as women, sometimes when we start a business, we just want to make an extra $500 for shopping money, not realizing, you know, we could go way bigger than that, right? Having an exit strategy, being able to scale our businesses. And you're able to do that by helping different small businesses scale and take it to the next level. So I really love that. And Faizun, what's your cultural background? So Sheena, I am originally from Bangladesh. I was born in Bangladesh and I left the country when I was five. And I grew up in Nigeria, in West Africa, spent about the first uh, 17 years of my life there. And then went back to Bangladesh, finished up high school, came to the United States, and I have been here since. Awesome. You've been everywhere. That's kind of like me. You know, when I was seven, my parents moved to Toronto when I was seven. We moved back to the Philippines when I was 13. And then moved back to <laughs> when I was 16. So a lot of back and forth. But I wouldn't change it for anything. Uh, it really teaches us how to pivot and, you know, get used to the different environments that we we are in. Because I mean, in life, that's what we have to do, right? So I really am grateful for that. And it's great that you were able to live pretty much, you know, in Asia and Africa and in, in the US. And Faizun, what's your favorite self-confidence quote? Oh, gosh, that's such a good one. Maybe it's not so much a quote as just what I think of when I think of self-confidence, Sheena. So self-confidence to me is not being right about everything, every single time. I think self-confidence for me means having the courage to be okay and not be fearful when you're not right. Right? So it's a little bit of a subtle, but I think a fundamental difference in how we then present ourselves to the world at large. I love that because it's not easy to have the confidence to say, oh, I was wrong. And then, you know, especially culturally, we always have to show up as our perfect self, not make any mistakes. And if we make a mistake, it's like the end of the world. But there is something magical when you can go out there and say, I made a mistake. I apologize. I was wrong because it helps us learn to grow and be human. And, 
you know, it's attainable. And the more we could do that, the more people can realize, oh, people make mistakes. Entrepreneurship isn't perfect. It, in fact, it's a hot mess. <laughs> and people just need to learn. People just need to learn like that's what we have to do, right? And if we if we learn that this is what it looks like, then we can keep moving forward. So I love that mantra that you mentioned. And other than that, you know, what else is your definition of self-confidence? I definitely think when I think about self-confidence, Sheena, it has my cultural background. Certainly, it brings a lot to bear on that. So for me, self-confidence, again, it's not an aggressive or an arrogant sort of, I'm going to jump up on the on the table and beat my chest and shout out to the world how fabulous I am, right? I think, in fact, it's quite the opposite. Some of the most self-confident for our purposes, I'll say women, but both men and women that I have ever met throughout my life are some of the quietest, some of the most humble. You know, they bring a lot of humility to the conversation. And if you didn't know who they were, it would amaze you like, oh my gosh, this is somebody who has built and sold multiple businesses by any external measure, they would be considered successful. And yet, in the way in which they present themselves to you, it's a delightful experience. It's graceful. It's very open. It's They make you very comfortable. So for me, self-confidence encompasses those different types of qualities, right? To be able to put someone, you know, there's something I heard one time. If you are able to be at ease with both the CEO and the janitor of the company, that says a lot. So I think fundamentally, self-confidence comes from understanding you may not be all that you are cracking yourself up to be and to have the have the foresight and the wisdom to be able to say, I bring myself with all my flaws and all my qualities because I know you do too. I think it's a shared sort of experience of connecting with another human that comes through in that way. And many times we refer to it as self-confidence. I love that. And I know sometimes we see confidence as someone who's loud and boisterous and be all up there, not realizing you can be an introvert and still be confident. You know, actions, yeah, actions speak louder than words. And so it's the actions that we take that sh shows us the results and realize what's possible. So I love that you mentioned that. And Faison, what was your life like before your discovery of self-confidence? I think it'll go back to that first thing I said, Sheena, particularly as women, and then a second layer being a woman of color, we are our biggest detractors, right? Uh, we can become our biggest enemies. So it isn't the world at large necessarily that's standing in our way. We are standing in our way. Oh, I'm not good enough. I'm not thin enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not accomplished enough. I didn't go to college, right? The list is endless of all the things that you can say to yourself. I certainly did a lot of that in my younger years until I realized, hold on a second. I think everybody else around me in the world feels exactly the same way, but about different things. And to understand, there is no rule that says, I have to show up in front of you 100%, 100% of the time, right? It's okay to be a little less and still come in our full authenticity. I would say the difference in my life when I compare to my myself to my younger years would be night and day, 
right? In terms of the opportunities that I held myself back from, the relationships that I was afraid to initiate. As a business owner now in an industry where the majority of players absolutely do not look like me, it requires me to step into the world in a very specific kind of way. Because I'm also very cognizant that when I, when you see me, you as in you, the general you, you might see me at an industry event, you might see me doing a keynote, you might see me on a panel. I may be your first representation of somebody in this role who looks like me. And so I feel a larger sense of responsibility, if you will, because we are, right? Every day we are showing others how to be in just in being who we are. So that was that was a huge, huge learning, Sheena, for me. Thanks for sharing that. I think that's something not just Asian women can relate, but all women. We become our biggest enemies. We always, you know, dismiss ourselves, discount ourselves, not realizing we can be the one that's holding us back. And that's why it's so important to work on our mindset, the traumas that we go through so we can show up as our best self. And especially, you know, in the work in the field that you're doing, you know, franchising is is not a typical route that most Asian women go through. So I was just curious, what was that aha moment that made you realize you can go out there and be your own boss, create the franchise pros? And yeah, I would love to learn a little bit more about that. I think the the you know the topic today is self-confidence. That is intimately connected, I think, to when I started to realize that the very same things that I felt were drawbacks I'm Asian. I'm a woman. I have a funny sounding name. I speak with an accent. Something that I say all the time. And if you follow me on social, you know this. The reason why our company has been able to create the traction and the reputation we have in the industry, uh, I believe there, there are several things, but I think fundamentally it boils down to the fact that whatever we do, we do with love. And I know many people will look at me and say, what the hell is she talking about? She's a business woman. Why, what does that even mean? But when you do something with love and you do it for the love of it, your clients, your customers, your partners, your suppliers, your vendors, they look at you and they realize something is very different. And it's a very, very juicy, good kind of different. And that attracts them. So those very same things that I felt were drawbacks and disadvantages for me, when I realized that they were not, in fact, they were quite the opposite, and I leaned deeper into them, was when I will tell you literally my world exploded. And all sorts of opportunities, people, partnerships, strategic alliances, it felt like everything just burst open, and there it was in front of me. Mine for the taking, if you will. I love that. And of course, if we do things with love, it just makes the whole it just makes the whole journey a lot better. Even when times are tough, even if we go through pushback and challenges. I mean, you're not an entrepreneur for just for being an entrepreneur because it's because you love what you do and most successful entrepreneurs love what they do. You know, even if it means working 24 hours in a day, they're okay with that because they love where it's going. They love that they can help solve problems. I mean, I wouldn't be where I am today if I didn't have this passion to elevate women, especially Asian women, 
because of what we go through or what we still go through till this day. Is it easy? Of course not, right? There's days where we want to quit or if we, we question ourselves if what we're doing is the right path, but because we have this love, it just makes, makes it a lot much, a lot more fun. So I love that you mentioned that. And because of that, what's your life been like now? Certainly not easier. I'll tell you that, right? It, because I think you then, when you realize that you are the only one that ever really holds you back, it becomes a little harder. You become, at least I have, I become harder on myself. Perhaps I didn't live up to this. Maybe I should have done that a little bit differently. Maybe I didn't push as hard as I should have, right? These things come up and they come up more frequently than they used to before. But I also think that that goes hand in hand with when someone's leveling up and they continue to level up in their lives, in their businesses, uh, because every new level is a new devil. And you've got to get, you've got to sit down and have a cup of tea with that devil. You've got to get acquainted with that devil before you can get comfortable. So I think it's it's a lot of that. I don't think stepping into your own fullness, I don't think that being self-confident and living in your authenticity comes without a price. I think it does. And I think the the price for that is you become much more rigorous and you become much more disciplined with yourself. That's at least what I have found has happened in my life and career over the last couple decades. I I love that you mentioned, you know, every new level, there's a new devil because it's so true. I remember a couple of weeks back, there was an article by USA Today that talks about tech leaders being, you know, Asian tech leaders being wrongfully dismissed in their in their jobs, right? And that takes a lot of courage to share their story for the injustices they face. And of course, that brings us that will take their confidence level to a, a, a whole new level because they're able to share that and realize we're not the only ones dealing with that. Same thing with me. I, I become a lot harder on myself too. Um, like when my, my book hit the Wall Street Journal bestseller, I was like, actually was in a slump instead of on a high, right? Because I was like, what am I going to do now? Like, what's next? I, I had no drive to keep moving forward. And I realized I wasn't the only person who dealt with this. A lot of entrepreneurs deal with this. It's just we never talk about it. And I think it's right. important to talk about this so that we will understand that, oh, this is this is just a season in our life and we can find ways to move forward. So I love that you mentioned that because it's not always a walk in the park. It's a lot harder than working a nine to five job, but it's also very rewarding at the same time. So thank you so much for sharing that. Absolutely. You know, you earlier, Sheena, you mentioned, uh, you, you use the word mindset. So there's this lovely, I want to say, I could be wrong. I think it's attributed to Muhammad Ali, the greatest boxer of all time. And he said, you cannot win in life if you are losing in your mind, right? So fundamentally, anything that happens in the world at large around us, the, the, that is a second creation because the first creation happens here. And so if in your mind you're saying all the stuff, right? I'm not good enough, I'm not this enough, I'm not that enough, I can't do this, I can't do that, your actions in the external world reflects that internal dialogue that you're having, right? So I think the two are so intricately, fundamentally connected. I totally agree. I mean, our mindset is so important to work on because, you know, that's that's what really holds us back. And if we don't work on it, you know, we're going to be in the same cycle over and over again. So it's really important to work on ourselves every single day, 
because new challenges come up, new pushbacks, setbacks, and we have to learn to push through them. And so, Faizun, if our listeners were tuning into your episode and they were in a similar journey to self-confidence, what would be that one tip you would give to them? You really do set the world on fire by being authentically you. Not some watered down, you know, dimmer, less brighter version of you, but you in all your fullness, in all your trueness, right? In all of your authenticity, because there's only one of you. And there's a reason why. There's not, you know, another Faizun Kamal floating around somewhere, at least not to my knowledge. There's a reason why there's only one Sheena. Well, what is she supposed to do? How does she step fully into her destiny so that she's the Sheena that she was meant to be, right? If we can all remember that, I think that self-confidence piece kind of, it comes attached along with that. So just, I'd leave people with that. I love that. I know a lot of people constantly here to be authentic, but it's so true, right? Showing up as our authentic self is the best thing we can do because like you mentioned, we're all different. There's no one like you. And it's important to show up authentically so we can show others what's possible. We can show them that it's okay to show up as our authentic self. It's okay if we make mistakes. It's okay if we're not perfect. It's okay if if we're human because we are, we're not robots. We have emotions. We have days where we're not okay. We have days when we're 110% okay. So it's important to showcase that. And Faizun, if our listeners wanted to get to know a little bit more about you and what you do, or they have some inquiries of how to turn their business into a franchise, is there any links or social media profiles we can connect with? Absolutely. I live on LinkedIn. And I have also been told, Sheena, that there's apparently only one Faizun Kamal on LinkedIn. I verified that, but I, I people have said this to me, so I'm easy to find. Folks can reach out to me there. I respond right away. They can always visit our website, thefranchisepros.net. Those, I would say, would be the two best ways to get in touch with us. Awesome. And I love that. I'm also the only Sheena Yapchan, so I know how that's the greatest thing to like find. You know, It's just easy to find. And like you, I live on LinkedIn as well, so I love that. So thank you again, Faizun. To our listeners, if you want to connect with Faizun, you can also head on over to the thetowofselfconfidence.com and search for Faizun's name. Her show notes will pop up along with everything else that we talked about. And I just want to thank Faizun today for taking the time to share her story and wisdom with us on self-confidence. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. This was such a blast. Oh, it was such an honor to have you on the show today. And to our listeners, be on the lookout for another new episode of Another Amazing Woman's Journey to Self-Confidence, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. You can now purchase The Tao of Self-Confidence, A Guide to Moving Beyond Trauma and Awakening the Leader Within on Amazon, Barnes & Nobles, Walmart, Indigo, and other major book retailers. Get your copy today.